Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Yes, here we are, regularly scheduled to snuggle in to a papery talk of goodness. Yes, this is where it all happens. Um, In between the fingers, in amongst the glue, in amongst the, the, the dyed fingernails. It's all glory and joy and uh, happiness and frolic around here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I hope you are having a fun uh, holiday season and whatever holiday you celebrate, may you have great joy and fun with your papers. Now, can we please talk about this mush called paper? Um, and, you know, it's kind of bizarre how so many of us are fascinated by it. It's you know, made from plants and trees and whatnot. Oh, I learned something today, I have to tell you. Um, My husband uh, bought me for our anniversary a pair of bamboo pajamas. Yes, bamboo pajamas. And he, we were sitting there drinking coffee early in the morning and he said, you know, I wonder how on earth they make pajamas out of bamboo. And I'm thinking, huh, like fiber, like wood, paper, you know, maybe something like that. So apparently we looked it up. It's some chemical process, which is not unlike using wood and um, fibers and trees to make rayon. Did you know that rayon was made from uh, wood? You know that I don't know that just blew me away. It, it, it's all related to the fiber world, and you know we papery pulpy types are very curious about these little odd facts that go on in the universe. And uh, so I want you to know that one day soon I will be sporting some uh, very soft bamboo pajamas. I'm a little concerned because my husband got me a medium, and I'm thinking maybe large might be a little better. You know what I mean? A little more wiggle room in the PJs. Uh, I don't like my PJs tight. You know what I mean? And uh, I need my bamboo fibers to have a little uh, breathing room in between them. Yeah, I do. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, that's what's going on in the papery world of the Paper Outpost. Okay, so um, what an amazing um, uh, sale over this past weekend, uh, Black Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Um, it, uh, thank you very much to everybody who purchased something from me and uh, supported my channel. I really, really thank, uh, I'm very thankful for that because uh, um, it means a lot and um, keeps us going over here, keeps us keeps us rolling. So thank you very much. Um, so uh, yeah, so today I wanted to talk about um, something that's been around a while, but I kind of wanted to bring it up because I hear... And I feel this sometimes out there, but I want to clear the space. Yeah, I want to talk about competition and competition when it comes to selling journals, perceived value, um, and um, as if there's a pecking order or a ranking order or anything like that. Um, First of all, this is my take on it. 
it's not the way of the world. It's just my perception. Um, Competition lives in your head. There's really no place you can go and pick up some competition. Um, You can't buy it off a shelf. You can't order it and get it in the mail. Um, You can't take a picture of it. I mean, you can get the essence of it. You know, maybe you can get a feeling or something like that. But what I want to kind of add, put out there in the world of people, for people who are selling junk journals, um, the competition lives in your head. And, you know, you kind of want to ask yourself, um, is it real or am I just creating this thing in my head, making myself concerned and feel fearful and scared that there are not enough people out there to buy my journals? And um, I want you to know that it's important to remember um, if you've ever heard of the blue ocean strategy, it's a business strategy basically that there's enough for everybody and you're not going to run out of customers and actually the success of others will increase your own success because of awareness. Um, Not a lot of people know what junk journals are so the more of us that are out there making junk journals, sharing junk journals, gifting them, selling them, promoting them, put, making YouTube channels, um, talking about all the ins and outs and this is and that's and you know when we get into our conversations about what is a junk journal and we just go to town, it's all good because rising tides raise all boats. So uh, you know I want you to think about that next time you're wondering gee will my journal sell oh there's too many other journals and and it's all relative to price point and maybe my journal's price too high or price too low um, I also want you to kind of step away from that and just think to yourself you know what does it mean to you how much is your time worth um, what is your investment in it and what would feel like a fair price to you as the maker and be okay with that price and there's going to be a journal of every price point out there and it does not mean that expensive journals will not sell they just have to get in front of the right eyes Oop, just about saw an accident wasn't uh, okay everybody's fine nobody got hurt and the cars were missed no crunch occurred yay um, I'm actually on my way to the post office okay so uh, Sonny is at home he's having a little snooze yes <laughs> uh, it's a little chilly outside here in brisk Florida and he's having a little snooze pup nap uh, but yeah, I wanted to take some of the burden and the weight off your shoulders to, uh, from feeling like the need to feel like you have to compete or you are somehow magically in this competition with other people. And I want to tell you that you're not. The You know, you can use the old adage, the only one you're competing with is with yourself. Um, and I say, are you really even competing with yourself or are you just broadening your own horizons? Uh, let's say you try a few things and they don't work. Are you going to give up there or are you going to try a few new things? Are you going to um, stay with what you're doing all the time or are you going to try a few new techniques? Are you going to push your own envelope? Are you going to maybe um, spread the word about your journals elsewhere? Um, uh, I know for me, uh, not much happened until I started the YouTube channel and uh, I felt like... um, when I was just doing the Etsy shop by myself, nobody knew I was there. I was just, I was just like swirling around in a big vat of junk journal stew with everybody else, and and um, I thought, and it's not easy to search on Etsy. Has anybody ever tried to search on? Oh my gosh! It, it like if you're trying to find one store or one shop, forget it. If you maybe put in 
junk journal or junk journals or journals maybe you'll get lucky and your journal will pop to the top or maybe it won't who knows and who knows how they decide who goes where I have no idea I have I have no idea so I took the um, the burden or the weight or the joy or and the um, uh, destiny I took my destiny into my own hands and I decided to uh, take on the responsibility for where uh, my journal showed up and how they got marketed and I thought to myself um, I don't want to leave it up to Etsy I don't want to leave it up to YouTube I don't want to leave it up to any one particular um, uh, situation I want to spread the word as much as I physically can in the easiest way possible and I'm still learning how to do that this whole social media thing is a head scratcher let me tell you I learn something new every day and every time you think you have it down they add three more things and then there's a reel and a story and a short and ah and uh, then I realized you don't have to learn everything and you can take small bites and you can just practice small bites for a while and just chew on it and just try this and try that and um, you know, if you can let go of the fear of the competition and just put your stuff out there, if, it, if the right eyes come across it, you, you will make a sale. And then um, uh, I, I totally know what it's like when you make the first few sales, you, you go into panic mode. It's like, oh my God, are they going to like it? And you freak out and all that kind of thing. But um, I just want you to know that um, it's okay. And it's okay if you completely botch it and you send it to the wrong address and the whole thing fell apart. It's still okay. Yeah, um, I want you just to dust yourself off and reorganize your thoughts. Sit down with a piece of paper as we have paper. We know we have paper. And you write yourself out a better strategy. Next time, I'm going to do this. Next time, I'm going to do that. Next time, I'm not going to tape the box like this. Next time, I'm going to get this tape. Next time, I'm... I, I've learned, believe me. I've, every, every time something happens, I'm like, okay, there's a better way to do that. We need to improve that. A little, um, and every time... Uh, you do a little improvement, your life gets easier and your life gets better. And uh, then you start looking forward towards the next how-to. How am I going to get word out about my journals? How am I going to spread it? What am I going to do? What am I going to say? So I would like to say that to embrace what is um, uh, seen as competition or whatever we imagine is competition, which, like I said, it really isn't. Um, I'm some woman sitting over here in Florida. There's some woman sitting in Georgia. There's another woman or a man sitting in, uh, you know, Timbuktu making journals. I think we're elevating everybody's awareness about junk journals and how much fun it can be to make a book. And... Um, to me, that gets me excited because the more people that are talking about it, the more excitement that there is, the more people who are creating their own legacies uh, in these books to last for generations after they're gone, it's a wonderful thing. And the more people who learn how to make junk journals because of it, and the more people who want to make junk journals and who want to buy junk journals, and um, this can actually be a beautiful self-perpetuating um, craft turned hobby turned business. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you don't have to go in to the junk journal business. It's, there's certainly nothing that says that you have to sell these. But also, even if you are creating and not selling, if you're experiencing the mine's not as good as theirs is feeling or mine will never look like that. Oh my gosh, their lines are so straight and mine are so haphazard. Um, 
I would say just admire and appreciate and be inspired by what you see and notice the differences and notice what different left hand, right hand turns people took with their art and, and see if you can invite little aspects of that into your own art. And um, um, you- When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Use it as a condiment. Sprinkle it in to what you're doing and see, you're always going to create something unique because even if you try and copy somebody else, you're going to copy it the way only the only, you're going to copy it only the way you would copy it. And that makes it unique to you. Yes, there's, you know, exact copying of uh, somebody else's work, which is bad. We all know that's bad, bad, bad. But if you're taking the essence and you're you're inspired, that's good. Okay, go go and create and make and frolic and have fun. I mean, I really think um, most artists would love to inspire other artists. Um, I can only speak for myself, but I would certainly. You are more than welcome to copy um, and. Uh, um, you know, if you see me make a junk journal in a certain style or a certain way and you want to make it that way, by all means, do it because I think that's that's perfect. Um, that's what I want you to do. That's the whole reason I'm here. I, I think that that um, uh, that makes me happy. I mean, I can't imagine somebody being upset about that, but you know, hey, you know, it's the world and the world is surprisingly odd these days. So there you go. <laughs> um, and also, uh, so um, yeah, it's just... The, take what you find intriguing and make it your own and, and just play. I mean, you're going to find even if you try to copy exactly what somebody else did, you're still going to be compelled to do a little this that way or to put a little glitter there and a little, you know, fabric frill foo-foo here. I mean, you almost can't stop yourself because there's the you in you trying to come out and you, it will, it will batteram its way through because you know you'll think, hey, that wasn't so bad. But you know what? What it wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if I did this, and then you're going to go ahead and do that, and it's going to feel dandy, and uh, that's where it gets exciting. And you know what? Let's face it, holidays are just more excuses to play with the paper. I mean, you, you know, every time we turn a corner, we're like, hey, it's Valentine's. Let's get out those hearts. Let's get out those red uh, doilies, people. Let's do this. You know, I mean, it's it's just another reason to play with the paper. Who are we kidding? And um, <laughs> and thankfully, the pay, uh, the papers, the um, the holidays are are rife. I use that word so rarely. I'm just going to you know enjoy it for a second. There, rife, rife. It's it's a rare, rare word that I actually do like. Okay, there you go, rife. I have a few others. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll mention them as I go along. Um, and uh, so yeah, and enjoy. Whatever experience it is that brings you to the papers. And uh, certainly know that you're not alone. And certainly know that it all came from plant mush in the beginning. Um, And then sometimes it's recycled plant mush. Let's say you take some old papers and you blend them down and make new paper, handmade paper. Um, 
Uh, you know, it's kind of a it's kind of a fun thing. Now I'm just sitting here outside the post office, and I'm just kind of looking around to see what's going on. Okay, there goes a guy with a big box. It's all taped up. He's got his mask on, and he's standing in line. And I can see from here that the line is really, really long because it's just after Thanksgiving, and everybody's trying to get their Christmas presents out. And I think I have my last wave of orders from the sale going out today, so I'm going to put those in. The, I don't have to go in the line, thankfully. Um, I can go right into that beloved lobby package drop box thingy and I can pop them in there and all will be well now occasionally that drop box thingy does get full because somebody like me has come by and loaded it up and it is uh, jammed and uh, if I'm lucky I can catch the uh, the clerk's eye but if not if it's like really crazy busy in there I won't even go in there I'll go to the other post office and, and put them in that one <laughs> that's my backup plan it's kind of crazy isn't it okay here comes another lady let's see what she's doing okay she's got a mask on yeah oh she's got two medium flat rate boxes now now I'm wondering is she sending Christmas presents is she an eBay flipper or it, maybe she's got two junk journals in there. See, you don't know what a ju- another junk journaler looks like. You know what could be so interesting as you're walking through the grocery store? There could be other people who make junk journals right beside you and you don't even know it. Now, the only experience I had where I actually found out somebody else was a junk journal maker was when I met my friend, my good friend, Kathy. Um, I met her in Tuesday morning in the craft aisle. And we struck up a conversation, and lo and behold, we had both attended a little local, um, I want to call it a stationary paper store, and they had junk journal classes. And we, you know, we didn't know each other were going to these classes, but um, apparently she'd been going a while, and I just went to my first one. And um, so we kind of hooked up, and uh, we've been friends ever since. So I guess it is possible. You can find out about it. They're lurking in the craft aisles. That's where you find them, yes. But then, since anything can be a craft supply until proven otherwise, I think I need to put that on a cup. (laughs) Um, uh, Watch for that. That's coming. Um, uh, Yes, I think that... um, you could find them anywhere. And the thing is, how do you bring it up in conversation? You know, it's funny because I've done a lot of other things in life and, and you know, you're sitting there with somebody, you're just getting to the hi, how are you? Yes, how are you? Very nice to meet yes. And they don't they don't know anything about me and, and the paper I posted and junk journals or anything like that. And I'm thinking, how on earth do I even bring up this conversation? So, you know, it's like, do I go there? Do I do I start it? Do I see if they're interested? Do I wait for the weird look on the face? Do I, um, um, I, I'm thinking they probably don't know what it is. And I sometimes toss out the word scrapbook and I get that, oh, oh yeah, yeah, scrap, that was like something done in the 80s, right? Yeah, no, no, I don't scrapbook. You know, I, you know what I mean? You know that? <laughs> and I'm like, it's about scrapbooking. Well, it's sort of scrapbooking on steroids, I guess, uh, because we actually make the book right? We actually get in there and we make the book and we can make it any kind of book that we want. And it doesn't, and we can scrap it up as much as we want, or we can um, leave it lean and mean and like a writing machine. So people can put a lot of uh, written words in it, 
or we can make it ready for photographs or um, I don't know it's almost like the word scrapbook is disappearing um, and journal is taking its place and then the word junk journal kind of describes what we do and, and then some people are very upset about that term and they cannot use it and it makes them feel very uncomfortable not quite sure why junk 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 does that upset anybody out there doesn't bother me one bit um I totally get that one man's treasure is another man's trash and vice versa. And um, I went through, I guess, a phase in my life where I was, uh, we weren't very uh, wealthy. We were a little lean in the pocket. And I was watching a lot of those um, dime, uh, like how to design your house with, on a dime shows. Uh, my, my favorite show was called Free Cycle, where they just went around and found free stuff, like stuff on the side of the road or, you know, whatever it is. They found it, they dragged it home, and they made something beautiful, and it looked like, you know, a million-dollar palace. And I was very inspired about that. And um, I had a truck at the time, so I would drive around, and I would look for things. And um, I had no skill in carpentry, so I was trying to learn you know, how do they do this? How do they screw things together? How do they make this, you know, weird thing into a beautiful table and chair set, you know, in, in with two screws and it was done. And um, I kind of feel like the junk journals are a, a little bit like that. Um, we go out there and we look at things with new eyes and we start to create something from nothing. Kind of like when you're really, really hungry and you go in the kitchen and you look in the fridge and there's nothing. You know what I mean? There's just nothing. And, uh, but then you're thinking, well, I either get creative about what of the nothingness or I'm not eating. <laughs> and, uh, so you start looking around in the fridge and you're like, okay, there is some chicken. Okay. I think I had an experience once similar to this where, um, uh, an old boyfriend was moving out of his place and he only had chicken, salt, pepper, and garlic and butter. And I thought, Pfft, that makes a meal. I mean, let's just saute up the chicken and make it um, garlic pepper chicken, like, you know, black pepper chicken. Anyway, he said, oh my God, he goes, that was so good. How did you make that out of nothing? There was nothing here. How did you make something taste good out of that? And, uh, you know, I looked at him, but I just thought, you just got to be open to the possibility. But we broke up, by the way. Yeah, that one didn't work out. Um, thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? That'll be a story for another day. Oh my. Um, so yeah, if you're brave enough to look at things with new eyes and see possibilities in them you're going to have tons of supplies of supplies around you all the time and you don't you don't have to be rich you don't have to be famous and you also don't have to be rich or famous to um sell your junk journals and it's really a matter of getting them in front of the right eyes or intriguing a set of eyes who had never even been uh, aware of the concept. I hear from people all the time about how they just discovered junk journals and they're so excited and, and they thought that life was going to be boring and, and that was it. They maybe just retired or uh, maybe they're not feeling that good and they just thought there's just nothing, nothing for me out there. And all of a sudden they found the world of junk journals and they have a little zip in their step or they have a zip in their lie down on the couch or a zip in the lay down on the bed. Whatever it is, all of a sudden there's a little sparkle in the eye and everything becomes a craft supply until proven otherwise. <laughs> um, but anyway, folks, I hope you're having fun out there. Um, I'm going to go pop all these in the mailbox right now. And uh, please stay safe this holiday season. Have lots of fun. Hug your family. And... Um, 
Um, I will definitely be seeing you back in the craft room. And oh, if uh, you haven't heard, I have started a little merchandise store. So if you're looking for um, a little gift idea, an inspirational idea for yourself or for others, um, there's going to be um, there's t-shirts, sweatshirts, zipped hoodies, um, mugs, and totes. Uh, with Create with Reckless Abandon on it. And I think I'll put a few other things in there as well as we go. But there's a uh, merchandise shelf on YouTube. And I think it's pretty easy to see when you're on your computer. Not quite sure where you can see it on the phone or on the the i uh, uh, the tablet. But um, if you can't find it there, I, I did put a description in the description box on the PC. Um, a link directly to the merch store where you can see everything that I have for sale there. And um, so... Uh, um, check those out if interested and uh, you know all the other stuff um, you can find me Monday Wednesday Friday Saturday 7 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube uh, you know about my podcast Tuesdays and Thursdays don't forget to sign up for my monthly email newsletter it's free and you get a free digital image plus a bunch of other stuff check out my Amazon store and my Etsy shop for fun things and always remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon everyone see you next time bye bye